listening to my ugly truth podcast season three remember what i told you be your own boss love yourself level Level up up. (laughs) have one thing to say you better work 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 working on my shit to be the lowest now i'm my ugly truth podcast with your co-host angie and alex season three which is that very comfortable voice holding you saying it's gonna be okay. Doesn't care how good you are, just loves you. Just loves you no matter how messed up you are in life. That's that voice that we all love. This other voice that we walk very far away from is a voice saying, hey man, you're not working your butt off hard enough. You're not trying hard enough. Turn up this voice over here. The voice saying things to you that aren't nice. I'm saying listen to the truth. The truth is in this other part of your brain saying, look man, you're wasting a bunch of percentage here. We have 80 more percent that we're not tapping into because in this other 80% is suffering, pain, failure, self-doubt, darkness, and then a whole bunch of light. But to get to this light, you gotta go through all of this So everybody goes, how do you do that? You know exactly how to do that. It's not a magic trick. It's all back down to a very primitive mindset of we just have to do. When that alarm clock goes off at four or five in the morning, your mind says no. You just say, this is what we do. It's what we do now. And that's your new norm. You will not find toughness in a comfortable environment. The only way you find it is to drown yourself in a position where you're just out of sorts, where you can't swim and you're drowning. You're drowning in life. When you say, you know what, man? Dad. When you quit, your mind says, we're done. So it doesn't expand. There's no expansion when you quit. When you say, you, this sucks, I'm drowning, I'm miserable, I'm suffering, I'm broken, but I'm not going anywhere. What happens to your mind, it says, he's not leaving. So we gotta expand, we gotta grow, we gotta figure this thing out. So then, these compartments in your brain, they have to work. And then you start to engage parts of your mind that you've never engaged before. When you're in suffer mode, and you say, I'm not gonna quit. And then once you do this over and over and over again, it becomes like breathing. I don't want to live this lifestyle, but to get to the other side of this, I have to. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. And today we're going to talk about not only self-care and self-love in the mental health way, but in the physical. Help me welcome our guest speaker today. He actually knows his shit, very knowledgeable in this department. So if you guys are wondering where you need to start your fitness lifestyle, check out Mark on social media. All information is in the description. My name is Mark Ambrose, and I am here to talk to you guys about fitness and nutrition. I work for the police here in Florida. I'm also in the Coast Guard Reserves as well. So my world is very focused on maximizing my effectiveness at work, which is why fitness and nutrition are so important. Mark, how do we know each other? How do we know each other? You tell me. How do we meet? (laughs) 
Alex, you get so lucky to be on this podcast. I know. Well, you asked me to come on this podcast and talk about some fitness and nutrition advice for your your listeners. And again, I'm I'm not a personal trainer or a doctor or anything like that. I've been diving headlong into this nutrition and fitness world for quite some time now, and I've gained a, you know a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of something to to help people out. I I promote several different fitness and nutrition companies that really focus on maximizing your fitness and making sure you get everything you need in regards to your nutrition. Well, I know you are actually one of my listeners, and I appreciate that. But um, in a lot of my episodes, I talk about mental health, like self-care. But, you know, when I asked you to be on this podcast episode, I was like, you know, we do need to talk about physical self-care as well. So thank you, because that actually helps a lot. So that's what of we're going to talk about today. It, how did you start getting into it? I've always kind of been active. You know, in high school, I tried to play football. That didn't work out too well. I was decent at it. Uh, I really didn't have the mindset to better myself as a as an athlete just because it just seemed like something I, I had to do. You know, the workouts mm-hmm. that we did and just, you know, going to practice just seemed like a chore. Honestly, it wasn't until like maybe five years later towards the end of my college career where I really understood the importance of my health and my nutrition and really changing the mindset to when you, every time you go into the gym, you are improving yourself. You are making yourself better. It'll depend on how, how much you improve depends on the work you put in the gym. Every time you go in, you need to make yourself better. So it wasn't really towards later on in my life that that changed. In college, you don't know, you party, drink. Really, until you change your diet and you change your mindset, you're not going to see any results. You're just going to have some frat bod that really everyone, every guy in college had. Yeah, and then so, only that one, like, I feel like when we, you get older, you start realizing that you're not the same as you were before. Yeah, you know, in high school, my friend and I, we would literally go to McDonald's maybe four or five times a week and just, like, be completely fine, still pretty fit, not really had to worry about it. But definitely towards my, my older uh, older years, uh, I've realized that it's not the case anymore. If I do that too much, I'm definitely going to feel the results within later that day, and then the rest of the week is going to be shot. You really can't be doing that, really, in your late 20s, early 30s. You need to start reeling it in if you really want to make an impact on your health. It was one of my roommates in college. Uh, he was really into optimizing himself. He listened to podcasts all the time. Really didn't listen to him towards until the end of college, where I really started to realize, wow, he this makes a lot of sense. And I started to listen to a lot of different podcasts and really trying to learn more, because a lot of people just don't like myself, have really a clue on how to get started. Everyone's been to the gym once or twice and just kind of walk around and try to figure things out. But you can probably figure it out in the gym, find something you can can do it. But nutrition is probably the hardest part when it comes to actually making significant health changes. What exactly when you say eating healthy, how did you start doing that since it was obviously the hardest part? Yeah, going from a college diet of pizza, Chick-fil-A, and liquor, way healthier lifestyle choices. It really was, I had to go with baby steps because like the first week I tried to go all in where I tried to just change it completely and that didn't work because I, I just failed. I realized by changing my mindset, I would need to work at it. It's not going to be something that's going to happen right away. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I just started to drink a gallon of water a day. I just made sure like that was my first goal. I'm going to drink a gallon of water a day. And once I started doing that, I noticed that my body was less bloated. I noticed I lost a couple pounds and I realized my body was more hydrated. I, I felt better. Okay, you know, positive step in the right direction. Like, you know, there's a compounding effect that's going to keep happening. So I kept doing that. And then I started to do 100 push-ups a day, 100 sit-ups a day, and 100 um, body squats. And then I started noticing changes later on. And it was all these different compounding things that I noticed that added up into seeing some real results. You know, and then I, then I started cutting out 
pizza and then I stopped going out every weekend and, you know, and things just started to progress from there. Before I knew it, I was eating really healthy. I was seeing actually sustainable results in the gym and I... That's when he gives you like motivation to keep doing it when you're actually starting to see results. That is the problem that most people have. I'm not a certified personal trainer. I'm not a doctor, but I've just done a lot of research and had actual experience with this and listened to a lot of people who are a lot smarter than me in this. It's all about consistency. You have to remain consistent or else, you know, you'll you'll see results for a little bit. You'll get hyped up and then you'll fall off the wagon and then you'll be like, oh, I'm done with this. I don't want to do this anymore. That's exactly what happened to me, actually. Obviously, you know me. I'm like short, 5'1", like 98 pounds. Everyone's like, if you worked out, you can get so toned and it would be so easy. So I did a couple years ago. I started going to the gym and, you know, not just doing like cardio, whatever. I was actually doing weights and stuff. I started eating healthier. And then like two months went by, I figured like with my body, I would see results and I did it and I just never went back. Mm -hmm. But what would you recommend for people that just keep it consistency? Yeah, what I recommend is um, for people who are just starting out, you know, with the baseline of like, okay, I need a right direction. I need to figure out what's right for me. I need to understand how my body works. The first thing is people who are going to be really active and really want to get in shape, you really need to be drinking a lot more water than normal people do. Now, there's a ratio of how many ounces of water per body weight. I just think it's easier, personally, this is for me, I find it easier to just drink a gallon of water a day. I mean, you don't have to drink it within like two hours. A lot of people don't like water, and I'm not a big water drinker, so yeah. that was like the hardest thing, too. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and you know what? It, it, there are things you you can put like crystal light in there if that you need to start off. Do you remember Mio? Mio, like this little. Yeah, oh yeah, they still have it. Yeah, I used okay. that in college for not water. I used it for something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Water and that plus vodka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you started doing that with the working out and drinking water and actually cutting out the bad food. You saw results, and then what What was your next step from there? So really, you know, I had a shift in mindset, right? And I had, you know, I was listening to all these podcasts, and a podcast that I do recommend people to listen to, obviously other than yours, <laughs> the, the, the Ben Greenfield podcast. Now, he is the top personal trainer in the world. He's all about biohacking. He's all about making uh, humans better, optimizing your physical performance, Anything you could possibly think of, have it on this podcast. And that's where I started my journey into this nutrition world and things like that, um, which ultimately led me into finding all these different products that I take from truenutrition.com and several other places that has me to maximize my health and nutrition and ultimately showed me that I'm able to really hone in once I have all the tools at my disposal. On my nutrition. Another thing that I did start doing, you know, I graduated college in May of 2016, and I immediately went to the police academy. And while I was in the police academy, my mindset changed from just I need to be in shape is I need to be in shape for my job. And I I cannot stress this enough to anyone who's law enforcement or military. You cannot train hard enough for a job that can kill you. I know we've all heard that quote in the police academy and military training. But it is true. I've seen fat police officers, and it drives me nuts because <laughs> most of them just give up once they get the job. Or some police officers don't even pull, draw their gun their entire career or get any kind of altercation. But a lot do. That's really something that, that law enforcement officers need to focus on in the military. Just a side note. Right. You have to actually be in a physical fit to, like, run and stuff. Well, yeah, definitely. I can see that. Stay in track with your physical fit. Yeah. So while I was in the police academy, I got on with Hard to Kill Fitness, which is a company that I do fitness for and, you know, I promote through their workouts and everything. And the guys at Hard to Kill Fitness are probably some of the top functional athletes that I've ever seen. 
The workouts that they provide are incredible, especially for you don't have to be in law enforcement or military, but these are these are designed for us to make ourselves functionally better in the field and at work and just in life in general. So when I was in the police academy, I got on with them. While I was doing that, at the same time, I was also listening to Ben, and I stumbled upon another guy named Thomas DeLauer, which brought up fasting, which is what I do every day. But just from researching fasting in general, because I found it fascinating by just not eating and having a select window to eat, you know, you lose weight and there's so many benefits to fasting. So on top of hard to kill fitness, I was jumping into the fasting world and then I was using True Nutrition's products and all these spearheaded into like a direction of just optimizing my fitness. It was kind of like a perfect storm thing that just happened because I was doing all these at once. And then once I got into the rhythm of doing all three, I was able to be like, wow, I am just excelling right now. Like I, I, I thought I was in shape before because I played rugby for three years in college and I was like, oh, it was okay. No, like I, I am way better shape than I was uh, in college. I know a lot of people will start getting to that point where they know it's going to become a habit. Yeah, so I've taken every pre-workout you probably think of. Again, you know, when pre-workouts were coming out, I was in college, so all we would do is just try new pre-workouts and go to the gym and just get jacked on beta alanine and all these different chemicals that are in these pre-workouts. And it wasn't until actually quite recently that I found a, a, a pre-workout that is fasting friendly. It doesn't give you jitters and just gives you clean energy. And those are the folks over at Kino Body, and they have a fasting work a pre-workout that you know if you take it while you're fasted it doesn't break your fast and it just gives you a clean burning energy and, uh, and really allows for muscle growth and muscle function so Kino Body, the guy who runs the company is Gregory O'Gallagher he's up in Toronto Canada and he's all about fasting and maximizing your performance that way now to answer your question before like how to get started with what supplements I'm gonna have to direct you to truenutrition.com that's where I get most of my powdered supplements on their website, they have what's called custom protein generator, where you can go in and portion out all of your protein, whatever kind of protein you want. I believe they have like 25 to 30 different kinds of protein on their site. Go in and customize what percentages you want. And not only that, you can also see real time as you decide what proteins you want, what goes into it. There's no fillers. They're third-party tested, non-GMO products. In my opinion, some of the purest stuff out there. The, How did you find them? I literally Googled custom protein. <laughs> just literally, it's all I did. And it came up, and that was probably my sophomore year of college. I've been in it for a few years now. Yeah, I've been with them for about eight years now, using their products for a while. So that's where I get my protein from. You can also, on top of the customized protein blend that you have, you can throw in boosts in there. Like turmeric is really good for inflammation. You can throw that in there. You can throw a collagen boost in there that helps with your joints. Multivitamin, green blend. You can pretty much throw anything you want in there. And it'll beat in your protein. So people struggle with getting their greens in during the day. They don't like to eat vegetables. They don't want to make broccoli every night. You can throw a greens blend in there, and it's got wheatgrass and different kinds of greens that go into the protein. You can't go wrong with just a baseline protein of, like, whey or anything like that. I like plant-based protein. My custom protein blend, if you want to use mine, is 100% pea protein, pea protein isolate. And it just, to me, I don't get bloated with the, you know, the whey from the dairy. I just digest it smoothly, and I just feel good after taking it. You know, I would take whey protein. That's like the standard in how to build muscle. Every protein out there has got whey in it for the most part. I just wasn't seeing great results with it, and I switched to plant-based, and I saw better results. How my body processes the protein, and I just see overall health benefits switching from whey to plant. But... If you want to do whey, they have about six or seven different kinds of whey protein. They've got even got cricket protein on there if you want to pay for it. <laughs> and so someone should just start off with without going crazy with all these different, you know, 
supplements and everything. Just a baseline, good, clean burning protein from their site would be a good way to start. I looked up their social media before I got on the call with you, and they have a good following like audience. So they've been around for a while, right? They have. They've been around for quite a while, and you don't hear about it. I've never heard someone who doesn't love their products. It's more of a, I feel like it's a sleeping giant, because once it hits somewhere, it's just going to go, it's going to blow up even more than it is, just because of the quality. So do you supplement as well? Do you take any of those or no? Yeah, they do. They have a full line of any kind of supplement you can think of from fat burning to creatine. I just started a creatine cycle, you know, put on a little extra muscle mass, um, a little extra strength. They have anything you could possibly think of in regards to a supplement is on their website. And again, it's all third-party tested, non-GMO. True, uh, T-R-U-E, nutrition.com, right? Correct. We want you to promote these. I'm like, I will absolutely do that. That I promote on my Instagram and Snapchat and everything. But I'm willing to put my time and effort into promoting these products because they're that good. Like, I don't get paid. I'm trying to make it easier for people to have access and understand how they can better themselves with their diet. Because, again, it's 10% in the gym, right? You can work you can work your ass off for hours in the gym and have a shitty diet. 90% of it's diet. And that's Your abs are built in the kitchen, not in the gym. So what's your routine? What do you do? What do you take? Um, so in the mornings, um, I'm more, when I'm on day shift, you know, night shift kind of shifts it around a little bit. But when I'm working in the day, I wake up pretty early. I usually have 32 ounces of uh, water. Right off the jump, just chug the, like two bottles of water, or two bottles equivalent of water, and then I'll have some coffee, and I take what is called um, Irish sea moss. Now, what this is is, is essentially a uh, vegan multivitamin, and there's a scientific name for the actual plant that it is. It's just it's a type of seaweed, essentially what it is, mm-hmm. and it's in a powdered form. And what it does is it helps you maximize your fast by giving your body minerals. That it needs, and it's got it's got 92 out of 102 minerals that your body requires throughout the day. It it, it gives your body nutrients without breaking your fast. You're not gonna want to eat. You're like, okay, you know, I'm good to go. So I usually do that. I take that, have my coffee, and depending on what I had throughout the day, I'll usually try to get to the gym right away. Um, I take my Kino Body, Kino Octane pre workout, and I go to the gym for about I'd say about down half two hours. Um, I spent about 30 minutes warming up and then hitting my workout pretty hard, post-workout stretch, maybe get in the sauna, and then, you know, head back home. And then, you know, if I got to go to work. Pre-workout? or Yeah, so it's Kino Body's pre-workout is called Kino Octane, and I take that about 30 minutes before I go to the gym. And it doesn't, it's not like most pre-workouts where you, you'll you feel the beta-ality, the itchy, like, jittery stuff. You'll feel it. You'll just hit you with a slight, you know, like, oh, i got enough energy to just bust this workout out and once you start working out it starts to get in your system more you're you're on it you're you're you got the constant energy and you'll be able to power through your workout and then after you take okay so you do that in the morning you then you take your pre-workout you work out and then you do your customized uh protein as well so i don't no matter what i do depending on how long i'm fasting throughout the day i don't have a i don't have anything after my workout now i know probably some freaking meatheads brains just exploded because there's this myth out there, and again, I'm sure you'll have comments about this. Oh because boy, this is where I'm going to start making people mad. Because not a rumor, but there was studies done, um, I believe, in the early 2000s that showed that 30 minutes after your workout, there's like a window you have to have your protein shake. You know, you have to do that. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah, that is not true. 
there are studies oh. done later on that is there's no actual benefit just having a protein shake 30 minutes after you work out. It was all about maximizing muscle recovery and you don't want your body muscles to go catabolic. They wanted to be active, right? So that is not true. But, you know, but again, I'm sure if <laughs> you'll start hearing from people, what is he talking about? And I'll gladly share you those articles later on. So you're saying it's not true because... There were studies done, and again, I can get you the articles if I need to. I don't have them on hand right now. There is no actual benefit long-term from having a protein shake 30 minutes after your workout. I believe it was done somewhere in Europe. It showed no actual long-term benefits from doing that. So do you still take your protein shake right after? Nope. I Especially if I work out in the mornings, I break my fast at about 2 o'clock every day or 4 o'clock. And then um, I have a 6 to 8 hour window that I eat. And then after that, I stop eating. I'll wait until 2 o'clock to have a protein shake. So if I get done working at 10, I'll go home, have some water, have some coffee. I won't have anything. Again, people are going to be like, what? It's all it's all about the benefits of fasting and, and all the different things you get from doing that. Definitely supersedes what you're going to, quote unquote, benefit you're going to get from having a protein shake 30 minutes after you work out. And again, people are going to say whatever, but I've read and seen the opposite. How many days a week do you work out? I usually try to do something every day. I try to work out heavy, you know, in the gym about five times a week. And then the rest of the time, I'm either doing some kind of cardio. I do try to get 300 push-ups and 300 uh, body squats in a day. I call it like daily maintenance, just getting it in, getting it done, you know, making sure my body weight stuff's still good. But normally on the weekends or something like that, I'll, I'll probably go to the gym. But most of the time, I'll be doing some kind of hit cardio or, you know, some kind of functional training rather than doing like, you know, shoulder day or back day or whatever. Let's just say someone, you know, started working out and getting into a habit of working out. When did you start seeing your results with the true nutrition, like the difference? Like we discussed before, I had all these different things I was working on, the fasting, the functional training, and fixing my nutrition. It reached a point, it was probably towards the end of my time in the police academy where I was in, I was in amazing shape. I got my mile time down to like, I believe it was like 10, 10 mile and a half in 10 minutes. A good one's like, you know, nine minutes, but I got my mile time down. I was doing, I was maxing out my pushups, my sit-ups, my, you know, everything. A couple months of actually just shifting my mindset and my diet. So what did you start off with? Did you just start off with the protein? Like Yeah, true nutrition, I just started with the protein, right? I had a pre-workout. Again, it was just this pre-workout that got me all jittery and, you know, amped. And then it just had a hard crash later. There was no added benefit of what was in the pre-workout. You know, they tried to throw fillers in there. and it, I wasn't really happy with my pre-workout. I was just doing it because I just powered me through the workout because I was so jacked up on everything that was in it. So I started my protein, then I slowly started to find stuff that worked out for me. Again, this is, it'll, be, it'll be different for everybody else, but I found, you know, various products that I liked that worked for me. That also maximize what I want to do in regards to like fasting and maximizing my um, nutrition. They can do bulk shipment. You can get 10 pound bag for about $100, which, you know, if you've been to the any kind of like supplement store, you'll be getting a paying about $40 to $50 for like five pounds. And it's not pure protein. There's a lot of fillers in most of these. This is like 100%. This is a, yeah, 100% pure, you know, protein uh, blend that they, they provide. Again, I mine's a little more expensive than the most because they do it per pound so i believe the pea protein is 
949 a pound, but then I throw in all those boosts in there, so it'll, it'll make it go up a little bit more. But I will pay for that because I know the purity that I'm getting. When we started talking about, you know, if you wanted to be a guest on My Ugly Truth podcast, I saw your story, which I will post on My Ugly Truth podcast, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Sure, yeah. I, that'll just be easier for people to get a hold of, like, see what I'm doing and what I'm, I'm what's going on. I think. What is hard to kill? Explain that a little bit. Okay, so the hard to kill, hard to kill guys, the hard to kill fitness, it was started by uh, ex special forces operator, um, great guy, awesome head on his shoulders, is really driven to create this, you know, brotherhood of of men and women who want to push themselves to the next level with functional fitness stuff that that law enforcement and military really need to be focused on in the workouts, you know, to build strength, to get to lean out, to do um, operation selections, which you know. A lot of guys want to go special forces or make the SWAT team. They have special workouts for that as well. They have a free running guide on their website. So if you need to help with running, they can uh, bring your running game up. They can have a push-up and pull-up guide to get your push-ups and pull-ups up. Um, they pretty much have everything. So you just go check their website, hardtokillfitness.com. Yep. My best advice to guys who are getting back in the gym is you have to remain consistent. Consistency is key. You can get any kind of protein. You can do anything you kind of want with something that – needs to be understood is being consistent also in regards to your being consistent on the way you look at workouts the way you look at your nutrition yeah okay maybe a slice of pizza isn't going to do that much but if you're going to get in the habit you got to hammer home on your nutrition and you got to get in the gym you got to do something whether it's like you know a certain amount of push-ups during the day you just have to remain consistent or you will not see results do you have cheat days? Of course, right? I yes, I do have cheat days. I usually try to do if I do a cheat day, I'll I'll you know I'll break my fast relatively early in the morning. I love breakfast. I I love breakfast food like biscuits and pancakes <laughs> and bacon and eggs. So if I'm gonna do, I, I usually try to do that once every two weeks. I'll have a cheat day. What well, is your cheat day consist of? My quote unquote cheat day is people kind of blow this out with their cheat days. They'll pretty much ruin their whole diet with just an excuse. Oh, it's my cheat day. Try to limit it to a cheat meal. So I still am pretty good when it comes to my nutrition that day or my fasting. But if I'm going to do it, I'm going to have one like really awesome meal. Like I'll go out to a pizza place or like I'll have some beers or, you know, I might go out, but and if going out, I'll just work in my calories I'll have when I'm, if I'm going to have some drinks. I'll work that into my nutrition macros, and I'll, I'll do it that way. So I, I won't have, like, a whole day of, like, oh, in the morning I'm going to have, like, 20 biscuits. I'm going to go get a huge burger. Or I'll go, like, at night I'll have, like, 12 slices of pizza. I'll make sure I'll have a good day, but I'll also, you know, not forget to, you know, enjoy myself. Like, I will have a burger for dinner, and, you know, I'll have fries, but I'll know that I'll worked hard enough and work this stuff into where it's not going to ruin my fitness. When you start to get in that habit of working out and, you know, not eating crap food, what would you recommend to start your cheat? Oh, um, <laughs> That's a hard question, I kinda, huh? It is a hard question because it's a struggle because it wasn't always – it's not always so clean cut like that, you know? I, I'm kind of a psychopath when it comes to fasting. So, like, people going out, I'll bring, like – the way I break my fast is – and I got this particular protocol from Thomas DeLauer. You know, I'll have – a protein shake, right? And then 30 minutes later, I'll have another protein shake with almond butter. 
And then after that, I'll be able to essentially have like X, Y, and Z for lunch or dinner or whatever. So it's it's not that cut and dry. You know, it's different for all people. Like some people will fail. You're more knowledgeable now than you were when you first started doing this. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, I won't do any cheat day until I see results. And some people are like, well, when they're looking forward to that cheat day, you would say at least until you become in the habit of not getting in that routine where you're going to screw it all up by a cheat day. Yeah, I would say that's a pretty good, pretty good advice. Um, yeah, you, you, you don't tell us my cheat day. You need to keep going until you see results. And then, yeah, okay, go have some pizza, go have some beer, you know, enjoy yourselves. When you're confident enough to know that this is already a habit, you're in a routine, you're not yeah. going to fall off the wagon. Right, but and even if you do fall off the wagon, just, you know, reset yourself, focus in on what your goals are, and don't let that just throw you off completely. Like, oh, God, I had this pizza, and now I'm having some beer, and, you know, I haven't worked out that much, and da 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 Just reset yourself. You already messed up, right? Enjoy what you're doing. Reset, get back to it. It usually takes about two weeks to get to nail this down. And once you figure it out, you'll be good to go. And you'll, you'll just become part of your day. You just learned on your own. I just did a lot of research on my own. A lot of people won't admit to doing this because they're like, oh, I did this all on my own. I didn't know anything about macros or, you know, what, like protein blends. I had to do this all this research on my own. And I actually bought Thomas DeLauer's fasting protocol. And I've, from everything I've learned from him and Ben Greenfield and Gregor O'Gallagher and all these different guys, I've been taking things that I like and that work for me from, from all of them. And I've thrown them in my own, like, personal plan that I have going on. All you have to do is type in Thomas DeLauer and his name will come up. His happy ass will be right there, ready to help you out. So I, I swear he's the one. And I don't know if he ever would listen to this podcast, but. I would have to thank him because he is the reason why I'm at. He started off my fasting protocol and helped me push me in the right direction when it comes to fasting and nutrition. A couple of years ago, you know, people working out wasn't as big as it is now. Yeah. And when you have somebody to like look after and look in their social media and you keep saying that kind of motivates you. But back then, like we didn't really have much of that. No. To a podcast and they're talking about, you know, all these tips. You're like, holy shit, I didn't think about that. So that's a good thing that we have now. And it is, and I think most guys kind of are like, oh, I don't want to, like, go for help. If you have no idea what your body does and how your body functions and X, Y, and Z, you need to go find someone that will help you out with that. Because I didn't know that fasting would help me out at all. I just thought it was just something to, just, you know, lose weight and build muscle. I lost 30 pounds. There's a before and after picture on my Instagram. It's about three-fourths of the way down. When I first started, I was absolutely sh- – I got shredded. I got absolutely shredded with the hard-to-kill fitness and the fasting protocol that I got. Like any military training or anything, this is just you doing this. This is just me doing the workouts, right? This was not me doing anything extra. I wasn't taking anything extra. I followed the program that hard-to-kill put out, uh, and I followed Thomas's meal uh, slash fasting protocol while taking Greg's pre-workout, and I just freaking took off. My body took to that. You know, and it took some trial and error to figure that out throughout the years that fasting runs very well in my family. I got my dad to start fasting, and he lost 30 pounds. My mom, same way. She doesn't, you know, skinny as a rail anyway, but she has more energy. But that's just me doing some trial and error. Now, I, I can help you guys out if you're absolutely really struggling. You don't know what kind of diet you should have. If you should fast or shouldn't fast. I highly recommend going to Ben Greenfield's weekly podcast. And he talks about the carnivore diet and the, the, you know, vegan diets and fasting and all sorts of things that goes into scientific detail. Maybe I should try this or maybe you should work out this. And he's all into maximizing human performance. 
helping you guys do the same thing uh, that he does. Another side note, the way he really, really wants to help people out is he does what it's like to call the DNA testing. You know, everyone's got the 23andMe, and they're trying to find their ancestry. Well, he has used his influence to get all these people who are knowledge of human genome and DNA to have tests done on your DNA to find out what your body needs. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It'll maximize, like, so if your body has how your body handles starches or how your body handles alcohol or, you know, what kind of supplements you're lacking. Like, for example, he lacks a vitamin D, so, like, he will have to supplement with a vitamin D supplement or, you know, get out in the sun more. I went to the doctors and they're like, you're low on vitamin D. And they're like, I'm like, that's the sun. I live in Florida, but I need to take supplement for that. You can add that in there is what you're saying. Yeah, so you can, I mean... He all of, all of his plans and stuff are on his website, but if you have no idea, like you have not a clue what is going on with your body, if whatever kind of diet is good for you, some muscle head who is doing his thing that works for him doesn't necessarily it's going to work for you, buddy. Like it won't having seven meals a day may not work for you. Maybe you might have fasting or you want to have one meal a day or whatever. It's important to get a baseline read on what you're doing. And I haven't done the DNA test yet, but it, just by listening to him, it makes sense on where my ancestry comes from on like why I need to be eating this way. Most people when they eat potatoes, they're tapped. Like the starches in their in the potatoes are just, you know, destroyed. I eat potatoes and I'm like, oh I'm really good to go. That makes sense because I'm Irish. Right. I don't know if you a lot of people know this, but when you're low on that, you're actually you're more fatigued. You're more tired. So Absolutely. And you're like, why am I not feeling this pre workout? Yeah, why is this not working and what what is going on? So I recommend that guys that have no clue you know, they can start to fast. They can do X, Y, and Z. I would check out Ben Greenfield's podcast. I would go take a look at Gregory O'Gallagher's stuff because he also does workouts as well. And I would go take a look at Thomas DeLauer. I would take these three guys have been a pivotal influence in my fitness career, my fitness journey right now. I would definitely go have a look at them if you're going to have any kind of like idea of what you want to do. They will help you out way more than I am. I'm just trying to promote their stuff because I know how well it works. And I have some kind of knowledge in this field from doing it so well. Do you have an email? Yeah. If you want to email me at True Grit Response, semi-private email. If you don't have an Instagram or you don't have a Snapchat, I don't have Facebook. Um, I don't really tweet. Um, I, I think it, I think I deleted my Twitter last week. But if you want to email me at truegritresponse at gmail.com, go ahead and email me there if you have an in-depth question. And we can communicate there, and I can either answer your question or direct you into the place where you can answer it. Thank you, Mark. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, darling. And if they have questions directly, they can ask me about, you know, what I did or, you know, get more specific about stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, if you guys want to follow Mark and his workout journey, you go to his Instagram. It's T-R-U-E, grit, as in G-R-I-T-J-R. It's a True Grit Junior, Junior being J-R. Yeah, I have a, all the rest of my social media connected to my Instagram. That's the one I use most of the time. I don't really have a Twitter. I fuck around on Snapchat a little bit. Um, so, and, and I do have a TikTok as well, if you guys want to go check out me doing stupid uh, videos. TikTok, it's a True Grit Junior. Everything's on my bio and my Instagram, so if they want to go and check my stuff out. I'll, I have everything that I'm tagged in or involved in is on my Instagram bios, Hard to Kill Fitness, if you guys want to go, go get a plan. TrueNutrition.com, they're tagged in there as well if you want to go check out their protein and everything else on there. And then uh, BoneTactical.com, the tactical uh, company that I also do representation for. If you want to go check them out and their gear, if you're looking for personal protection, you can go check them out as well. They're all, all the ats, all their um, usernames are tagged in my Instagram bio.
Okay, perfect. And I'll put that in the description as well. Promo code that you were promoting not too long ago. So that is that is also on my Instagram highlights. I have like three of them. They're relatively all the same. Hard to Kill Fitness and BoneTactical.com. True Grit 10. It's all lowercase. That'll get you uh, 10% off your order. Now, my True Nutrition one is True Grit Junior 5. That'll give you 5% off anything on the site. And if you want to do a bulk protein or bulk pre-workout order, They'll add an additional 5% off if you do, um, I believe, five pounds or more for anything else on the site. When you were saying the 10% on your order, is that just your first order or just your order? If you use my discount code all the time, that'll give you 5% um, on truenutrition.com. And if you do at least five pounds of whatever you want on the site, it'll give you an additional 5% off. So you can get a total 10% discount on your total order from truenutrition.com. Anything you want to say that closes? Um, well, thank you for having me on the podcast. This is a delightful experience. Yeah, it is my first one, here. so you took my podcast virginity, so there's that. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> in closing, um, I just want to tell everyone, not just the guys out there, that we're all on this journey together. There are tools out there that you guys need to know about. And you should definitely take advantage of those. Check out all the products that I put out. I cannot stress enough. Be consistent with whatever you're doing. Whether you are doing two push-ups a day, whether you're doing a three-hour workout, be consistent. Consistency is key. And you will see results if you stay consistent on whatever you're doing. Thank you, Mark, for being on this episode. I will put all your information out there if you guys want to follow him on Instagram. His Instagram is True Grit Junior, T R U E G R I T J R. And everything will be in the description of this episode if you guys are wanting to follow on social media or uh, the other podcasts that he's mentioned.